Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Class Stars brought to you by Project Lead. My name is Falakemi Akonwo and um, simply put, um, Class Stars is a new series by Project Lead focused on academic excellence where we have first class graduates from all over the world um, tell their academic stories, their academic success stories actually and encourage our secondary school students and undergraduates to strive for and achieve the best so as to get great jobs, access opportunities, and become great leaders in their chosen fields of endeavor. So Project LEAD is an, is an initiative focused on teaching and helping secondary school prefects and students discover and develop their potential for future leadership. Today I have an interesting guest that has a story. So our class staff for today is a 23-year-old first-class graduate from the University of Chester in the UK. She identifies herself as a hard worker and she is passionate about travel. She is a believer in Jesus Christ. She's a wife and a dog mom. That's interesting. She has to tell me more about being a dog mom. Well, she is passionate about sharing her story in the hopes that it will inspire people. Let's meet our class staff for today, Helena Hubbard. I hope I got that pronunciation right, Helena. Hello. Yes. Yeah, you did. Perfect. <laughs> hey, so thank you for joining us today on Class Star. You are thank a you. dog mom. Can you tell me more about that? I am a dog mom, I'm happily to tell you more about that. Um, I have a little Jack Russell called Rosie. Um, I've wanted a dog ever since I was, I think, well, probably as old as I could, as soon as I could start to talk, I think I asked my parents for a dog. Um, but it took them about 10 years to finally get worn down. Um, so she's already 10, surprisingly oh, enough. Wow. It's gone very quickly. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so, but I'm, I'm Count myself as her mom and look after and walk her and yeah, I'm obsessed basically. <laughs> Interesting. I, I hardly hear that being a dog mom. <laughs> you not heard the phrase before? No, well for some strangers oh, like I don't think I have. Okay, yeah. Helena, tell us more about yourself. What's your background like? Um are you from a family of two, three, four? What's it what was it like growing up? What's it like growing up in England? Sure. Um well I have my two parents and I have a younger brother called Harry um, so it's just us four five if you count the dog okay <laughs> um, yeah I've lived in England pretty much my whole life I was born in London um, and then we moved to Guildford in Surrey when I was about 10 um, but yeah I've always kind of loved being outside and love the countryside and um, ask anyone Surrey's like a beautiful place in England so we're very mm -hmm. lucky to live here um, yeah, I mean, what else? I mean, like you said, you said some of the stuff about my background, my family love um, traveling and stuff like that. So I've always kind of grown up going to, I'm very lucky actually being grown up and um, being taken to all these lovely places and it's just really, really made me, um, yeah, love to go see the world. If I had, you know, didn't have to have a job or anything like that, I would definitely oh, just oh, go like, I love to go see the world myself, but it just costs a lot of money, you know? <laughs> exactly, yeah, you almost need a job to do it, don't you? Yeah, great. So let's just yeah. jump right into it now. I know you have a story. I read something of your, your brief bio that you, you sent to me. You talked about your first day at uni. Tell me about what happened that day. 
Sure, yeah. I mean, it's weird to think that was actually my first day. It was. It's bizarre to think so much happened. Um, but yeah, it was one of my lectures, uh, my very first introduction, I think, to events management. And I was in a class of maybe 30 people, maybe it's a little bit more than that. Um, I didn't know anyone. You know, first day, you try and talk to some people, but on the whole, you don't really know anyone. So it's quite yeah. daunting sometimes. Um, but yeah, the lecturer just asked the class, I think maybe, I don't know, five minutes in or something like that. And he said, who here wants to get a first class degree? And it was very, I don't know, sudden almost. Oh gosh, I've just got here. I don't really know. I'm not thinking about the end yet. Um, but yeah, I, I put my hand up, you know, honestly, just, yeah, that's, that is what I want to get. Um, and I was just really surprised, you know, I looked around and no one else had put their hand up, at least. So you were the only one with your hand up that wanted a first one. The only one. And I was very, I was very surprised. I almost felt a little bit embarrassed at the beginning. So I was like, <laughs> okay, should I have done that? Did I, did I hear him right? I'm not really sure. Um, but he, it was quite encouraging because he kind of looked at me after that and he just said, well, that's a good, that's a great start, isn't it? That's mm. a good start. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember at the time, I didn't necessarily think that I could. I don't think I really thought that that was that possible back then. Um, but I think just having that, that even that thought of starting to believe in yourself, starting oh. to think, you know mm-hmm. what, I'm just going to say that and then we'll start from there. So um, were you the only one who finished with the first class from that class? I'm not sure actually. It changed over the next two years, so we didn't keep the same class in that year. Oh, okay, okay, great. great, great. That's a good question, actually. I'm not very sure. I always hope hope that other people achieved well as well, but um, I'm not very sure actually. Great. So, would you say that um, you'd always been a top student in class from primary or elementary school, or did you (laughs) just come to that realization at that point that, hey, I can be the best, so why don't I just be the best? Right, sure, yeah. I mean, at school, absolutely not. Like, I was never, I kind of just kept saying to myself for years and years, just, I'm not an academic person. Um, I've not, I'd never really um, achieved any of the high grades in school. Um, yeah, so it's, it's funny actually with your question, because I never would have, I always would have said no. And in school, yeah, I was always in kind of the lower sets. And um, yeah, didn't really, I don't really know what that was. I think just, that's just what it was like for me but then kind of going to university I kind of thought right well I've got myself here I didn't even know if I could get to this point um let's make the most of it you know I'm here to get a good degree and it's I kind of thought working hard for three years like that's that's the effort I can put in and I want to do that yeah mm-hmm. in the long haul three years isn't that long and it goes by so quickly. so quickly yeah tell me about it so my so, next question would have been um why did you resolve in your heart to finish with the first class? Like, um, but I think you've kind of touched on it, but was there anything that made you, something else apart from what you've just said that made you say, you know what, I'm going to finish with the first class? Was there any pressure from family or was it just for your own personal achievement and development? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my family have actually always let me just get on with my studies. Um, you know, they, they want me to work hard, yes, because they know what that would mean. Um, but they they would always continue to support me whether I received good or bad grades and that was definitely shown throughout school yeah um, but no I mean I don't get any um, pressure from them that I must do well or they'll be disappointed you know we, we've that's never been like that they've always wanted to support me no matter how things have gone mm. um, but I think as a result of that as well I, I just wanted to I did want to do well for them as you know as well they supported me this far and um, yeah, that's I the best thing you could do for them to 
finish yeah finish yeah exactly it's like my gift to them almost that yeah. like, I want to work hard for them um but definitely in myself for sure like like I said I, I got myself that far and I wanted to do better I guess I just wanted to push myself to see can I be that good you know mm-hmm. um yeah so it all starts with definitely believing you can do it for sure <laughs> definitely it starts with believing in yourself that you can do it I like that um so you said in your bio that you had to show discipline and commitment when it came to your work. Um, Can you give us some examples of times where you had to show discipline and commitment? Sure, yeah, that was definitely a huge thing, actually. Um, I mean, a lot of it was about just having, well, for me, I like to think of myself as quite an organized person, even though that doesn't always work out. Um, But for me, having that discipline to make sure I had enough time to complete everything. Because I mean, even at uni, you might have four essays, you know, on on at the same time. And you need to, they have different deadlines, but they might be three days apart, a day apart. Um, but you might have a month to complete all four of them. So you need to make sure you have enough time to do each bit and etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure you did that, but also making sure that, you know, you, you also want to see your friends and you want to have some form of social life in some ways. Yeah. Um, so it's just making sure that kind of understanding where your priorities are at as well. Because I think if you definitely prioritize your social life off, like over your studies, I think part of you would question why you're at university. Um, yeah. For me, the motivation was to get a degree and I was there for that. But, you know, yeah, you don't want to just be sitting in the library the whole time. Um, so yeah, making sure that you had enough enough time for everything. Um, yeah, I mean, what else? I'm trying to think. It's difficult as well when that was my first time living away from home. Um, so when I was doing my homework, say when I was in primary, well, secondary school, um, my parents would kind of be a good mate, like motivation for me. They would come in, make sure I've got everything. They would make sure I am doing the work. Um, but then, you know, moving away from home and you don't have your parents with you, you're very self-sufficient. You know, you need to definitely say to yourself and you're very so independent in that way, which is great, but it was definitely a lot to learn from, from and yeah. how you can self-motivate rather than having other people do it for you. Self-motivation, yeah. Let's yeah. motivation. When you were writing your final year dissertation, um, I know you put in so much effort. Tell me about what it took, because in your bio, I read where you said you had to be in the library for three weeks, like constantly. Tell us more yeah. about the effort you put into that final <laughs> round. Tell us about sure. it. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that I almost want to put a disclaimer on it and say, don't try this at home, but <laughs> <laughs> I always have to. <laughs> I am um, as much as hard as I did work like I said sometimes you have essays due around the same time as dissertation and obviously your dissertation is pretty much the biggest project you have throughout the whole of the three years yeah um, and so normally people start it in September when they first come into the third year um, and then the dissertation is maybe due in, in in June or something like that so you have you know a few solid months to get it done Mm. Um, I think I started mine in January because I changed my title a few times for the project Um, and then I think I would like to say I worked hard for the six months but it was a little bit spotty because I was working on other stuff and it just got a bit busy I think Um, funnily enough I was actually I don't know if this is wise or not but I got married at the end of uni so I was also planning my wedding wedding oh wow crazy Um, you find love in uni you find love in uni no, I actually met my husband in Tanzania. Tanzania? Oh, 
Yeah, we've been on a mission trip. So, um, okay. yeah, we've been to Africa quite a few times. His parents actually live in Tanzania at the moment as teachers, so he's very involved. But yeah, so we, we did meet abroad. Um, he actually went to a different uni than me, um, in Derby. Um, that was another thing, I guess, making sure that we found time to see each other because we were probably doing and then obviously, make, obviously making sure I have time to see him but do my work and um, but yeah so we got married at the end of at the end of third year um, so I had to plan my wedding which is, I was also doing just before my dissertation mm-hmm. um, so very busy time um, but yeah my dissertation <laughs> so pretty much like you said the, the three weeks before I had nothing else on I had no more essays no more exams I just had three weeks purely to spend for your dissertation but that was because you had planned yourself properly to get um to ensure that you had finished your essays and every other thing that had to be done so that you would focus squarely on dissertation so proper planning timing everything is important as a student in university right definitely oh 100 percent yeah because if i think i would have been a a lot more stressed out if i had two essays on the go as well Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah the three weeks before i think well, at least the week before, especially, I was literally in the library morning till evening and sometimes in the evening, you know, I, would, I wouldn't leave. Um, but there's also about self-care, you know, you need to make sure that you are, that you're, you are still, you can't do your best work if you're absolutely exhausted, you have no sleep, you haven't eaten properly, um, you haven't stayed hydrated, you know, you definitely need to make sure that you're keeping yourself healthy as well. That's important. Yeah, definitely important. So it is a lot about time management. Um, and I think two weeks before my dissertation supervisor, I had a meeting with him um, and he was like, look, this is really good, but you need to do quite a few of these edits and stuff like that. Um, and I remember thinking, that's going to take me a long time. So I knew that pretty much to have it finished, I would have to work every day to do it. Um, but I wouldn't have known that without actually meeting with my supervisor, um, because I know a lot of people actually don't use their supervisors they think they might be they might not be helpful or anything like that um he was great he was a huge help to me um and every time i went to him and it was sometimes a little bit embarrassing because he would sometimes say you know actually this isn't what you need to be doing or something like that but i think it's kind of all about humbling yourself and knowing you know what you're a scholar you know better than i do okay tell me what i need to do and then you do it and all because of that it was amended and it was pretty good essay hopefully so um yeah so i just picked something from what you said now um being in touch with your supervisor that it's really really important because some might actually ignore the fact that they need to meet with somebody who's more knowledgeable and who's supposed to guide them and think oh i can do it all by myself but having or meeting you your supervisor actually helped you put your um, dissertation on the right track and that also helped you in getting your first class i would like to believe yes oh 100 yeah i think i saw him um i think every two weeks um for about six months so just every every time i had something new that i want to write or i'd maybe done a new paragraph i would always take it um the thing that surprised me the most actually is that he um so i was assigned him as a supervisor because he was like the the best person in in that field okay Um, i had to trust that this guy knows what he's talking about you know he's been trained in this kind of thing I'm only 22 at that time, you know, I, I don't necessarily, of course I don't know as much as him. Um, yeah. And he, I remember he was assigned 15 students for their oh, wow. And just me and one other person used him. That was it. Two people. Out of 15 people. That 15 is ridiculous. 
actually <laughs> yeah and I don't really know how they did but he said that at least for him I was in the top five percent of his dissertation results oh wow um, I think that was a lot down to the fact that he actually helped me when I went wrong because yeah I did a lot of things that I've never written a dissertation before who am I to say what's good or not so mm-hmm. um, yeah definitely use the people that are assigned to you because on the whole they definitely know what they're talking about and um, okay. Yeah, use as much as you can. Don't be afraid. Yeah, yeah. So, what are some of the things that kept you going while you were at the university? So, I'm sure you probably had times where you almost gave up, or where you kind of cried, or you thought, you know what? <laughs> so, what were the things that kept you going? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Definitely cried a few times. I think you haven't been to uni without crying a few times. <laughs> True. Um, I actually lived with a really great group of girls. Um, we all went to the, the Christian Union together. We could always support each other. And um, it was just, it was a really nice relationship that we all had. And it meant that the fact that they were also really hard workers was just great for me to be surrounded by girls who were, you know, wanting also to do a good job. Um, so it meant that you know we cried together sometimes when things got really stressful yeah we all went to the library together to study and then we would definitely make sure that we had enough time to you know well we would go up to each other say in the middle of our study time and say look we need a break let's just go get a drink and then come back um and i think sometimes you can kind of get a bit caught up in all the work you're doing that you actually like i said before you can kind of forget to take care of yourself and Mm. i found it how easy that is actually um so it was nice to have a support system because it meant that they were also looking after you and they could tell if you were stressed that you needed to take a break and um that was really helpful for me so that was a huge having a support system Mm. it's really important getting a support system so tell us what are the next academic steps for you um, well, funnily enough, uh, I have actually, a few weeks ago, no, a few months ago now, I applied to do a master's, so I'm actually going back to university. Um, Great. Yeah, something that I never thought I would do at all. Um, it's kind of like I said before, I've just been told my whole life that I've, you know, I think there was almost doubt that I could even go to university in the first place. Um, and now, yeah, it's kind of crazy. If someone said to me, to be honest, even a year ago, that, yeah, you're going to go back to university and do a master's. I would have laughed in their face, absolutely, because I never would have thought that would be something I'd do. Um, but yeah, that's amazing. I think the only reason I can really do that is because of my first class degree. You know, I can go to, um, yeah, some of the top universities in the UK. It's such a blessing because I never thought that was even at all on the cards. Um, Basically, having, having finishing with a first class has set you on a good course um, to attend top universities. Yes, so if you finished probably lower, um, your chances of getting top universities would have been a lot lesser. But that's one huge advantage of having a first class. You get to, you get to play with the big leagues, right? Yes. <laughs> that's the Well, because um, I remember I, um, when I first got my results before I even did my undergraduate, um, I Chester was my first, co- my first choice, but I remember thinking, um, we have, like, obviously, Russell Group universities here. They're like Ivy League for maybe America. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even look at those because I thought, oh, I can't get into that. And my A-levels weren't that great. You know, I told you from school, I struggled a little bit with my grades and stuff like that. Um, so I was thankful that Chester took me on. It meant that I could still go to university. 
Um, but it meant now, this time round, with the first class degree, that I, the Russell groups were then available. You know, I actually had the choice to go. Yeah. Um, so, and the weird thing is, I think it's just nice even to have the choice because I've actually, I applied to um, one Russell group and two other genuinely really good unis, but I didn't. Um, after all that, I actually decided not to go to Russell group just because the course is better at my um, the university I'm going to. And um, But it was just nice to have the option, you know, to, to say, look, I, I did actually get into one. Um, but, you know, for personal reasons, I'm not going to. I'm not going to I'm not going to go to it and that's fine but yeah definitely a lot of those doors were opened completely because of the first because class. of the first class and then you yeah. said event management why event management <laughs> I mean that's, that, that's quite unusual for a course to have studied abroad um, for sure. yeah, well, definitely yeah I think the course is only like 10 years old or something yeah because I mean um, yeah, I don't even know what if universities do it abroad. I'm not very sure. Um, but yeah, they have. It's, I think it's now becoming more popular in the UK. I think a few unis do it now. Um, but I loved it because it was just so broad, and I could. It meant that I could go um, into most companies actually, and, and help them with their events. You know, right. even big companies, corporate meetings, set up, and um, you could go for as small as like a civil ceremony wedding, say, to um, the Olympics. You know, it's a huge, it's, it's really huge, so yeah. But how how is it? How is that industry now with COVID nineteen, with the pandemic? So, um, how has it impacted that industry? Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunately just completely shut down this year. <laughs> um, so it's a bit difficult, you know, trying to find a job and then suddenly coming into um, trying to get into the events industry. Um, I think part of the reason I actually decided to apply for a master's was because it was just looking a bit... I mean, yeah, for everyone, I think the job market this year has been... Um, hasn't been easy. Easy. Um, yeah, but I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I still would like to go into the events industry after so my... The master's you applied for, is is it in events management as well? It's a bit more, um, I think, because I've realised how fragile the events industry can be. Um, not, I hope this doesn't happen again, you know, this year's been crazy. For <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my, I think the title of my master's is um, Intercultural Business Management and Marketing. So it's a lot... Um, I guess you could argue it's even more broad sometimes than events, but it's in a lot more of a secure industry, I think. You know, marketing, that's a huge industry that's building a lot at the moment. Um, pretty much most most businesses need something, um, need someone to market their, their products. Their products and all that, uh, yeah. Yeah, and intercultural business management, um, in short, I guess, is just international business. And mm -hmm. yeah, my mum's a businesswoman. I love learning about business and... Um, as I mentioned before, I like to travel, so if I can combine both of them, then that would be good. Yeah. I always like to ask about okay. challenges. Yeah. Challenges. I know we all face challenges at some point. Whatever it is we're doing, no matter how smooth it may look, you will face challenges. So tell me about some of the challenges you faced on that journey to getting the first class at the university? Yeah, I mean, um, I actually had a pretty tough second year, actually. Um, a lot of the work was um, team focused. So I was in, I think, four teams throughout the whole year. Um, and one of them, um, I mean, it was, there was kind of a team member who wasn't necessarily as motivated as everyone else. Um, and when you work with a team, at least for the, the course I was doing, 
your grade is affected as a as a group. So if one person doesn't do well, it might negatively affect your overall grade. Yeah. Um, and obviously you want to be a team and you want to help each other out and you want to make sure you get a good grade and do and you know produce the best work you can as as a group. But if one person isn't necessarily motivated, it can be very difficult. You know, it can mean that relationships can be hurt and um, and you know, like I said, people are there to, at university to, to get good grades. So if someone isn't participating, it's yeah, it can be quite quite hard. Um, so that was a bit difficult between second year. You know, just when your grade is affected like that, it's it's hard to not that take it. Basically, because of one person, the one person on the team was actually affecting everybody. So how exactly. did you deal with that? What did you guys do? How did you do with I was actually the team leader for the group at the time, um, and it was just. I think it was partly my, it definitely was my job to make sure that that person was, yeah, I just making sure they're okay as well. Cause I think too often we can go straight to the problem and if, especially if that, if it's a person being a problem um, and just kind of blame them and go the completely wrong way and think, why are you doing this? You're being silly, you know, we do even need you in our team. And I think sometimes we can almost go on the defense very quickly. Um, but actually, I remember thinking before um, I'd been in a um, I, sorry I'd been a team leader for a group before, and um, I think it just it means a lot to people when we go on the emotional side very quickly. And so I remember going up to her separately. The rest of the group, I remember being they were being quite irritated by this point. I think though, um, but just asking her, look, are you okay? Are things are things all right with you? Because I know at university it can be so hard for so many people, people um, and that can often affect their work. Yeah, even though they might be acting like they're not bothered or they don't care about their team actually there might be something a bit deeper than that so yeah no I just remember asking you know are you okay can we help you with anything you know just going on that kind of side of things and I think that really helped um and it gives someone a chance to actually open up and, mm -hmm. and see if you can actually do something um yeah. and actually it did get fixed which was great so I went with her to our lecturer I think that there were a few things going on um and yeah they were very helpful so then after that, um, things did, yeah, they did seem to improve and ultimately our grade was saved, <laughs> you could say. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you're gonna be part of a team, you've got to make sure you're personable and you can actually make sure someone's doing well. Mm. Um, but it's tough because, you know, you're all, going through, you're, you're all going through something at university, whether it's stress or right. something at home. Yeah, definitely. Just support you. Great, great. Okay, so um, I would say that there are lessons that you've learned what lessons would you want the younger ones to learn about being able to get a cross class from the university based on your own experiences? Mm -hmm. so. um, I would definitely say hard work pays off. It really does. Um, I think, and also like I said before, the whole idea of really believing in yourself is such, it has so much power. You know, I don't think you, people realize it until they really start to, um, yeah just just stop believing what other people are saying about you and i was definitely a victim of that almost you know throughout school like i said people were saying you're going to uni like university no you can't get good grades you don't do this don't do that. Wow, so um, and until, yeah honestly yeah definitely especially when i was younger um and i think you just get into a habit of just believing it but actually until you put your foot down and say you know what no i can do better than that and i want to and um, yeah, just having faith in yourself and really believing that you can do it is, yeah, like I said, it's so powerful. So definitely starting there, yeah. Um, 
just yeah keep going believe in yourself it definitely gets easier even when there are times where you feel like this is it i want to give up <laughs> um yeah definitely try and pick yourself back up again because definitely in future years you know your your future self is going to be looking back on you and thinking yeah well done you did it this is we're better off now because of the effort you put in in the beginning um yeah which is yeah really rewarding um but i think ultimately it's also important to remember that um <clears throat> i think at the moment especially in england actually whatever you get the grades it's kind of suggested that that's what defines you and um you're only good at something if you're clever or you're good at school and you go to university and get all these things and um although they open doors for you yes like i think ultimately it's important for especially young kids to remember that isn't what defines you that isn't where your value lies and um yeah it's great to work hard and, and get a good grade but um yeah just take it easy on yourself too you know like i said about this yeah Thank but you like so much, Alina. Oh, yeah, of course, so much, Alina. Like you, you really, really um, said a lot of important points. Um, some of which you said are uh, um, it has to start with you believing in yourself first. Like you have, to, it's a personal thing. It starts from you. Then you spoke about discipline and commitment at university, which is very, very, very important because you're probably not going to have mom and dad or sister or brother to help you or to to manage your time for you then you talked about self motivation as well you have to just give yourself that motivation in this part of the world we call it ginger you have to give yourself that ginger like oh yeah i'm all right. i can do this <laughs> so then you also spoke about proper time management um you need to manage your time properly as a student because that would always help you then most importantly for me self care you need to be your best self before you can reach to that best height that you want to get to so you need to stay hydrated you need to eat properly you need to make sure you're getting enough sleep especially towards the last yeah. lap those things are really helpful then you also spoke about meeting with your supervisor especially for your dissertation like never take people like that for granted if you have access to them um make sure you get in touch with them as often as possible then you also talk of, talked about having a support system so it could be a group of friends or a group of study buddies that can always help but it's good to have a support system and finally hard work pays off keep going you know so just keep working at keep going great great keep going yes promise it's worth it it's worth it great great definitely thank you so much helena for joining us on this um episode of class stars uh, i'm really really wish you all the best when you go for masters and we hope that you're going to hit that first class again for masters for <laughs> 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 you laughs like you don't think that can happen but i think it can happen <laughs> well yeah i proved myself wrong the first time so i could definitely so, yeah, you, you know do, do it again Great. and hopefully we're going to have you back to talk about how you smashed that as well as smashed other goals also so yeah Amazing. thank you for joining us helena that's it people on this um episode of class stars with helena um we actually hope that you have learned a whole lot of things um from what she said and most importantly we, we hope that you just believe in yourself you can do it no matter what you're struggling with now you can actually do it so we're going to be back again for another episode of class stars stick with us and um your host once again for like you mean at home thank you and goodbye